0: Hello and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, A Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Rebecca F, as in Frank, and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Connecticut. Today is Monday, May 4, 2020, and this is our 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting. Today we are reading from the big book and we are in Chapter 11, A Vision for You, on page 154. We will be reading and commenting on the fourth paragraph, which begins with, but what about his, and ends on the top of page 155 with, lifted the receiver. Today's readers are Mary G, I'm sorry, Mary Beth S, Maura Z, Lisa B, Craig S, and Maria F. The share ID number for yesterday, Sunday, May 3rd, 2020. You know what? I made a mistake. It is Mary G. <laughs> a special Edition Meeting is 14,549. That's 14,549. OA Preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, <clears throat> are recovering from compulsive overeating, is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors, while uh, and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose, OA's fifth tradition states each group has but one primary purpose, to carry the mes- its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers, and a Vision for You big book study Our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Mary G. to read the OA 12 steps.
1: Good morning, Mary G. Compulsive Overeater. The 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we try to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me be of service.
0: Thanks, Mary G. Is more Z on the line? I neglected to check on that this morning. I got
2: a little sidetracked to read the 12 Traditions. If not, Marie, Maria, I hate to put you on the spot, but is
0: there any chance you have the twelve traditions ready?
3: <clears throat> Maria S. I could always do it if you'd like. If you Rebecca, our... I'm
4: here.
0: This is Janet. Sure, Would Rebecca, you... I'm here.
3: You want? Uh, this is Leah S. Okay. You want me to? Okay. You
5: want if me to everybody... do the traditions? No, no, just
0: one second. I'm here. If everybody could. The person who's saying I'm here, is that Maria S? Or or Z? Who's Hi, saying Rebecca? I'm this is that Maria S? I am, Rebecca. Are you available
5: yes. to read the 12
6: traditions? I am. Oh, thank you so much. Please go ahead. Sure. The 12 traditions. Tradition one Our common welfare should come first. Each group has but one primary purpose to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. 6. An OA group should never endorse finance or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise. These problems of money, property and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. 7. Every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting declining outside contributions. Eight. Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centres may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organised, but we may create service boards or committees to directly responsible to those they serve. Ten, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. Eleven, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need to always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, film and films. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you so
0: much, Maria F. And thank you everyone else who offered to jump in. How our meeting works. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star 1 to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass and press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone except the speakers should be muted. Today we resume our study of the Big Book and we are in Chapter 11, A Vision for You, on page 154. We will be reading and commenting on the fourth paragraph, which begins with, but what about his, and ends on the top of page 155 with, lifted the receiver. I will now ask Lisa B. to go ahead and read that for us.
5: Good morning. My name is Lisa B. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Greenville, South Carolina. But what about his responsibilities, his family and the men who would die because they would not know how to get well? Ah, yes, those other alcoholics. There must be many such in this town. He would phone a clergyman. His sanity returned and he thanked God selecting a church at random from the directory he stepped into a booth and lifted the receiver well what jumped out for me is um, that would not know how to get well that is so meaningful to me Um, I loved hearing how to get well I didn't want to just hear the tools you know that support me while I'm getting well, which I kept hearing over and over and the tools are so valuable I really wanted to know how how do you get well Um, I like that word responsibility you know it's my duty to carry this message but I don't have a selfless bone in my body I really don't I'm naturally a very self-obsessed and self-absorbed person but when this transformation happened to me as a result of going through these steps it was like a new muscle was grown inside of me and I really wanted to carry this message it was because of the transformation and you know that's really what happened to bill it's because of the change that happened to him as a result of doing the work that he did with ebby and the six tenants of the oxford group that he had this change and um you know i'm also really hearing here the promise of step 10 on page 84 we're told that sanity will return that is that is one of the promises in step 10 and he is restored to sanity and sanity returned he's safe and protected in i can have a moment of insanity it will happen the insane thought will return but his sanity was there because he's self safe and protected he's placed himself in position to be in that and that's what happened to me you know sanity has returned for me i can still have moments of insanity but staying close to my higher power living in these steps every day this sanity will return for me and i'm experiencing that every day Um, so i really love hearing how how we can get recovered the promise of step 10 of sanity returning and the responsibility that will come to me As a result of going through these steps and wanting to carry this message, um, it's not a chore. At times it can feel like a chore, but I know I need to do it because my life depends on it, but it is also a great joy, and I'm thrilled with this life that's flowing inside of me that helps me become more other-centered and God-centered, and I'm so grateful for neutrality and sanity. With that, I pass. Thank you, Lisa B., for getting us started. Although we value
0: your experience, we ask that you limit your share to every third day in order that others might share their experience too. So if you would like to share on the fourth paragraph on page 154 in the big book and didn't share on this meeting this past Thursday or Friday, please press star 1 to unmute and state your first name and last initial.
6: Maria,
3: Barbara E. I heard
0: a Maria and an Anna and a Barbara E. Sam S. Oh, unless it was Sam instead of Anna. I'm not sure now.
7: <laughs>
6: okay. So let me ask.
0: Was there a Maria?
6: Yeah, Maria S. in Frank, Rebecca. Thank you. Maria. Right.
0: Was there an Anna? Okay. Then it was Sam that I heard, not Anna. Sam S., I'll put you second. And then there was a Barbara E. I shouldn't say a Barbara E. There was Barbara E. And who was (laughs) after Barbara? Was there someone? Okay, anyone else want to get in line? Diane B. Diane B. Okay, we have Maria S. Sam s barbara e and diane b go right ahead maria f
6: thank you rebecca good morning everyone my name is maria f as in frank and i'm a recovered compulsive overeater from county dublin and ireland and i love the contrast between this paragraph and, and what we read on friday where bill has now been restored to sanity and in the previous paragraph bill is on ten ice yeah he has the twist of the mind and he's considering going into the bar and in the paragraph that we're reading today, we can see the transformation because Bill is now considering something very different. He's considering his responsibilities. He's, he's considering Lois and his family and the other alcoholics that he might be able to help. And although Bill's been sober now for six months, I think this is the first time that, that he really gets us, where he fully realizes that in order to stay sober, he needs to help other people, that um, he needs to talk with other alcoholics and that he needs them just as much as they need him. And I absolutely identify with that. Um, and I love the line where it says his sanity returned and he thanked God because just like me, Bill knew that he was powerless over alcohol. He knew that he didn't have the power to restore himself to sanity and that, that God was doing for him what he couldn't do for himself. Um, and I think this is Bill taking a step too. And, uh Yeah, looking up the word sanity in the dictionary, and it's been described as soundness of mind, um yeah, and to be restored to sanity, we have to have been insane, and I certainly had been insane um i'd 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 done the same things with food over and over and over again, and each time I expected a different result, um I thought it was going to be different, and that's nothing short of plain insanity and uh yeah, I think it was the hand of God that led Bill down the hallway that day in the Mayflower Hotel, that led him away from the church directory where uh, he goes on and he lists the receiver and he gets to talk with the priest uh, Walter Trunks and he gives him a list of ten names and Bill goes down through the list and eventually talks to one of the five daughters um, um, he's put he's put 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 in laws and puts him in touch to with to Aunt Smith and the opposite group. And this and was this the start is of Bill's journey to meeting Dr. Bob. And thank I thank God for the decision that Bill made, that day in the Mouselar Hotel, a uh, decision he made when he took action and when he turned left instead of right, because it was this action that contributed to helping thousands upon thousands of people like me. And that for that, I am so grateful. I am so grateful that I have recovery today, that I have neutrality around food today, and that most of all, I have a higher power in my life today. Um, and I'll, I'll, with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Maria S. Sam
8: S.
7: Good morning, and thank you so much for your service. My name is Sam S. I'm a recovered compulsive reader in Bristol, Rhode Island. Um, I really like this reading, and, I, you know, when I was reading it, I think it, I was thinking about sponsoring. Um, and when I first came into program, there were a lot of times where um very early on where the only reason why I didn't pick up was because I didn't want to have to tell my sponsor. Hey. Uh, that was like the true motivation it was like all pride and ego. Like <laughs> I did not want to have to say, I can't sponsor you anymore because, and, um, I feel like that is like just God working with the materials that he had. And you know, that those raw materials that are like still very into self and, um, and, and not wanting to look, um, you know, not wanting to look like a failure. And that's what it was. But really think like behind the scenes, it was God just saying like, all right, I'm going to use where I can. And so that really saved my booty a lot. um, In the beginning was just anytime, anytime I thought, oh, man, like, that sounds like a good idea. Or like, oh, no one would ever know. Um, If I'm getting on the phone with someone, and and we're going through the steps, and especially someone who's struggling um, with the food, like the last thing I want to do is like, be a liar. Like, I can't, I can't sit with that at the end of the night. Like it twists my guts up and, um, uh, I just really appreciated this and I'm sure, you know, like Bill in the beginning of his sobriety, like he's not always thinking about him, you know, about God there. And, um, you know, it's, I heard someone say a um, couple of weeks ago, this is like self preservation here. So, um, yeah, I just, I really, really appreciated the the reading and it um and it gets me inspired and fired up to um to sponsor more and to remember like that my decisions and um my my relationship with God extends beyond just me and him. you know it's like I have a purpose and a duty, so thank you
0: thank you sam s
8: Barbara e.
0: Thank you so much. May I be heard right now?
3: yes good morning Barbara good I tend to mute and unmute myself all the time well you know this reminds me of that all-time game show I think it was called who do you trust where a contestant selects one of three doors and behind one of the doors is a prize and there's uh, behind the other two there are no prizes and after the contestant selects a door The game show host opens one of the remaining doors and reveals no prize. This is the same thing, I can relate this to Bill because he had a choice and he chose the right door. And what would have happened to us, I wonder? Would there have been another person who wrote this book or would we go on as compulsive overeaters, gamblers, Uh, narcotics users, alcoholics for the rest of our life, but he chose the correct door. And on page 24, and it speaks to me so much Is it says, the fact is that most alcoholics, for reasons yet obscure, have lost the power of choice in drink. Our our so-called willpower becomes practically non-existent. We are at... Uh, we are unable at certain times to bring forth into our consciousness with sufficient force the memory of the suffering and humiliation and e- of even a week or a month ago. And that was so true for me. The delusion that I could stop completely overeating whenever I wanted to, despite years of contradictory evidence, is the most baffling insane part of my disease. When I was told by a member of OA that there was a way to recover, and it was by working the 12 steps, I was intrigued. But when I heard I would have to get to a point where I'd list and reveal all my resentments and fears and harms to another person, and then go out and make restitution to those I'd harmed, I was skeptical. How could this in any way help me to control my compulsive desire to kill myself with food? But here I am, 24, later, 24 years later, abstinent. I used to thank God for putting Overeaters Anonymous in my life. But now I thank Overeaters Anonymous for putting God into my life. I would not be able to do this without it. It was when I surrendered that I really found that I got the strength to go on and do the 12 steps, do everything required, not say yes, but, or yes, maybe, but yes, ma'am, I am past. Thank you. Thank you, Barbara E.
0: Diane B.? and then we'll take more names.
9: Good morning. This is Diane B. in New Rochelle, New York. Um, So the line that struck me today was, um, his sanity returned and he thanked God. And this is why we learn in step 11 that we have to pause, pray, and proceed. It tells us on page um, 87, as we go through the day, we pause when agitated and ask for the right thought or action. Um, On 86, it says that here we ask God for inspiration, intuitive thought, or a decision. We relax and take it easy. So this, to me, is such a beautiful example of what happens when we do Step 11 or when I do Step 11 each morning. Um, There's a transformative power there. When I pause, I ask for assistance, and then I can proceed with a sane thought, and that's what's going to happen every time I do this, or almost every time I do this, and then Bill gives credit to God for the resulting sanity. He doesn't say, oh, great, I did this. Now I can help all these other people. No, he thanked God. He said, um, you know, it says that his sanity returned and he thanked God. So, yes, working with others, that's what it's really about. But we can't always do it in a sane manner. We can't always do it in a healthy manner. And so when we come to these moments of indecision, we come to these forks in the road and I I just don't know exactly what to do, then I know that I just have to stop for a moment, ask for help, even if it's just like, please God, or, you know, God grant me serenity, Um, it doesn't have to be a whole long prayer, it just has to be a a thought of a prayer, Um, then I know that God's going to be directing me with my next move, so thank you for allowing me to share. Pass.
0: Thank you, Diane B., All right, I'm just going to repeat what I said earlier in case people got on late, and that is that although we value your experience, we ask that you limit your share to every third day in order that others might share their experience too. So if you would like to share on the fourth paragraph on page 154 that begins with, but what about his responsibilities, Um, and didn't share on this meeting this past Thursday or Friday, please press star 1 to unmute. And state your first name and last initial. Freya H. Chuck, okay. Oh, is it Freya H? Wait one second, Chuck. Freya with an F. Oh, Freya. Okay, gotcha. And then Chuck, say the last initial again. Chuck H, was it? Sorry, it's H. Okay, I heard Freya H and Chuck. And was there another person who spoke up? Reva P. Okay, Reva P. And I heard that it's Chuck K, actually. Okay, anyone after Reva? Jerry D. Okay, wait one second. I heard Teresa and then a muffled voice. What was the muffled voice? Jerry D.? Jerry B? Yes. Yeah. Do I have that right? Jerry B? Okay. And, Teresa, I didn't get your last initial if you're still unmuted.
3: He isn't Paul. P. Okay.
0: Okay. Is anyone else waiting to speak up? Edine M? Edine M. Gotcha. Anyone else waiting to speak up? Okay. Well, someone's crackling a little noisy. Oh, say that once more. Liz G. Liz, is it T as in Tom? G as in girl. G as in girl. Liz G. Okay. We've got Freya H, Chuck K, Reva P, Teresa P, Jerry B, Irini M, and Liz G. We'll go with the seven of you and hope
8: I think there should be enough time. Freya H, your turn. Thank you. This is Freya H., compulsive eater and bulimic in Colorado. And thank you so much for making this uh, for making this meeting possible, everybody. Um, what comes to mind for me when I read this paragraph is that in order to be restored to sanity, first I have to be convinced that I'm actually insane. I have to be aware of my insanity. And, um, and for me, yes, it, it, it started with the food, really recognizing that my behaviors with the food we not normal and and so I was pretty clear that about about that stuff, but what took a little longer was recognizing my insanity with my behavior um, that that wasn't around the food, my behavior around other people, my thoughts around you know this person should be that way, and now um, you know somewhere along the line i I started to recognize that when I was disturbed, that I was insane, I started to think of it as, oh, there's my temporary insanity again. It's showing up whenever I think I know what's best or when things aren't going my way, that's my temporary insanity. And it's insane because when I'm in it, I'm totally convinced it's true. You know, I am I just think, well, obviously, you know, that if they would just do this, then everything would be great. And the beauty is that when I do take action, and that's what Bill does, at the end of this paragraph is hes you know he selects he selects the church he steps into a booth, he lifts the receiver he takes those actions um when I take the action of doing an inventory of making a ten step of reaching out to somebody else who of you know pausing and and asking my higher power for direction, then I am able to see you know little by little i'm I'm restored to sanity and I can see um I can see things from a different perspective. So, um, so, and that, and in order to want to ha in order to want that perspective, I have to be convinced that um, even though I think I'm right, there is another way to see it. So, um, so I think, and I think the other thing is, you know, just thinking about the, um, you know, the, the being in this program, being, you know, in the middle of the herd, as they say, having this program be, a pretty central part of my life makes it, um, makes it a lot easier to pause, you know, to think about those responsibilities of, Oh, what about, you know, this service position? What about my sponsees? What about this? Um, and it gives me just that a little extra reason to pause when I am overtaken by that insanity. and think, is this really, you know, is this the kind of action that I want to be, you know, pursuing as a recovered woman? So, um, I think that's all I have. I'll pass. Thanks. Thank you, Freya H. Chuck K.
10: Hey, good morning. This is Chuck. I'm a compulsive overeater from Georgia. Can you hear me?
0: Yes. Good morning, Chuck.
10: Good morning. So what I was thinking about is someone told me that I am not responsible for my first thought, but I am responsible for my second thought and my first action. And I appreciate that comment because it reminds me that I'm never going to be, I'm never going to rise above the level of being human that we hear on this line a lot. And what that means to me is I'm not responsible for a lot of these thoughts that come to my mind, but I am responsible for the second thought. And with that second thought comes the choice. That's the action that I can take. I can either apply the God-centered life that I've learned through working the steps of this program. Or I can make the self-centered decision that I want to make based on the life that I've lived and the character defects that I've developed as a sense of protection from whatever I thought was attacking me. So those are the choices I I, I can make. And then that action comes in. I do that. And the more often that I can make that God-centered choice based on program, the less emotion is going to build up in my life. And then enough of that, and then I don't have the desire to go to the food that i that I treasured so much and I'll mention a few weeks ago I was made aware that I need to give up additional food, and uh that is a choice and I will tell you that it was it was really scary for me I mean it was just as scary as a monster gonna come get me in the morning when I was a kid. It was just that bad, and one of the things I realized is. If program is easy for me, if things are not scary, how am I going to lean on God to the level that I need to to have recovery and That was a very important lesson, and I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for my journey i'm I'm thankful for the way things have uh panned out for me while I've been programmed while I've been in program. I'm sorry, and um I just thought I'd share that so um, I'm responsible for my second thought of my first action, and those are the choices that I have in everything. And there are really only two choices, either the God-centered life that I w- would like to live, or there's the self-centered life that leads me really to death, if I'm honest with myself. So that's a wonderful awareness to have, and I'm thankful to have it this morning. Thanks for letting me share.
8: Thank you for sharing, Chuck K. Reva P., Good
11: morning. This is Reva P., Grateful, Recovered, Compulsive Overeater in Toronto. I am so struck this morning by um, the fact that I feel this paragraph represents the transformation that happens to us when the food gets put down and we just do the steps. He's not efforting. He's not trying really hard to resist the liquor. He's not doing affirmations to make himself feel better, that his business deal didn't go well, his sanity returned. It doesn't say, I made the sanity return. I thought about sane thoughts. It just comes. And that is what somebody referred to, one of the promises, once the food is down and I've worked through the steps, I cease fighting anything or anyone. And it says, I react sanely and normally. And it's given to me without any thought or effort. No pushing. No fighting it. Um, I'm in a position of neutrality. And now he's able to differentiate the true from the false. So he gets the first thought. Um, But then he gets a second thought. And I guess I'm just so struck with the lack of effort the lack of willpower, you know, to resist going into the bar. Um, And it's such a reminder um, for me that whether it's the food thoughts, whether it's my fears, my resentments, I have a plan of action that I follow and God does the heavy lifting. Um, And it comes through action. If he wouldn't have picked, like the small action to pick up the phone... That's all he had to do, and things flowed from there. So it's such a reminder that this is a transformation that happens to me as a result of working the steps. I'm so um, often almost tricked by thinking it has to be hard and we have to work hard. The steps are actually quite simple. Um, Yeah, they're challenging, um, but really simple. And God really does do the heavy stuff. And yeah, he thanked God. He didn't say, I'm so proud of myself that I didn't, you know, binge that day. He knew where it was coming from. So I'm appreciating the reminder.
2: And with that, I pass. Thanks, Reva P. Teresa P. Teresa P, star one to unmute, if you're still available. Jerry B, are you available? Star one Either Teresa P or Jerry B. How about Irini M? I'm here. Good morning. Are you Irini? Yes. Good morning, Irini.
12: Good morning, Rebecca. Thank you for your service. Good morning, my spiritual brothers and sisters. My name is Irini, and I am a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater, always thanking God, always giving credit where credit is due. So just like me, Bill had responsibilities before he was recovered, but wasn't able to respond accordingly. You know, he always put himself first, just like I did. He needed, you know, his needs came first, just like mine. His drink came first. And now he has the ability to have his thinking directed, not with himself, but with God. It's about weighing and measuring his thoughts and acting accordingly and doing the right thing. Now he was no longer self-centered, but other-centered. You know, thinking of others, his family, and those who are still suffering by getting connected he was able to be connected and stay connected. You know, picking up the phone and not the drink, that means he was connected. His sanity returned and thanked God. You know, many times I let go of God's hand and I get disconnected, but you, we feel I feel uncomfortable. So I need to immediately run back and grab his hand to get reconnected And it's always giving credit where credit is due, because God is doing for us what we could never do for ourselves. You know, he was restored to sanity and having that responsibility to carry the message. And in program, this is what we do. We have each other, we turn to each other, because this is a we and not an I program. You know, God resides in me as he resides in all of you. Therefore, we need to identify with each other that connection as well as the god connection so there's no more thinking based on a lie but the truth you know so he had the power to choose because step of, because of step 2 came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity and this is admitting that i no longer am playing the role of god so he made a choice to align himself with God, and when aligned with God, we do the right thing. And the beautiful paradox of this program is we can keep the gift of sanity only if we give it away. But acting on insane thoughts puts us back to our old problems. We need to pause and turn to God and ask for the next best step. Best, best, best. And thank God, build didn't react on his first thought, but he acted once he got connected with God because he, we, we, we wouldn't be here on this line right now, and we're so blessed because of that. Thank you, and I pass.
0: Thank you, Irini.
2: I'm going to try for Teresa P. again. Are you available, Teresa P.? Okay. Just in case you're new, you might not remember to press star one to
0: unmute. And since I don't hear Teresa P. now, I'm going to try again for Jerry B. Is Jerry B. available?
5: Uh, hi
13: there. This is Jerry D. Can you hear me?
0: Hi, Jerry B. I do hear you. Oh,
6: thank okay, before
0: you. you. Before you thank share, you. I was it, before you share. One second. Uh, Teresa P., if you're having trouble unmuting, try hanging up and calling in again, and then I'll try calling on you after Jerry B. Jerry B., go right ahead.
13: Hi, my name is Jerry B., I'm recovering for today, and I'm based here in Ireland. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, I The piece where it says restored to sanity, what really changed for me was just the belief you know that there is such a power that's greater than me that can restore me and that it's not me anymore it's it's help from from something greater than me and you know how have i been restored i've become aware of my behaviors and how have i become aware well i've taken the actions that are laid out um you know doing my 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 step work and doing my tenth step and, you know, other actions that I've been taking are, you know, my nightly inventories and then stopping and pausing and asking for a direction. But that didn't come overnight. That took time. It took time and um, it took time for me to get out of my own way. And um, but now I, I'm starting to, you know, really feel such peace and growth. And um, it's just amazing. And just just before I go, um, one other thing that's really Really, really improved my 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 step work and my connection with God has been my spiritual connection through you know f- taking action first thing in the morning and reading the Big Book and reading one page from a spiritual book um, and you know it helps with such um, build up of emotions from previous days but it's a really compassionate way to connect with God and just to talk to him like he's a friend. Um, And also just looking and and listening for that spirit, using the spiritual thermometer, just checking in a couple of times in the day has really helped with my. um, I guess those actions have really helped with um, developing a relationship with God. And just before I go off, so love what another speaker said. You know about weighing and measuring your thoughts. And I just loved hearing that because we talk so think so much about the food. It's great to think about, you know, others and measure and how we respond to others. So thank you for listening and our path.
0: Thank you, Jerry B. Is Teresa P available? Hi, this is Teresa P. Can you hear me?
7: I hear you, Teresa P. Oh, <laughs> oh that's is cool. yours.
1: Glad you were <laughs> able to get on.
3: Thank you. And I want to thank
0: you so much for your um uh, your instruction to call back in because it was, you know, it truly is, you know, God's will being done. I'm, you know, unmuting and going, oh, what is going on? And of course, I have to do it several times because that's always my insanity. And, uh, but you know, God has a plan and I just get to go, okay, this is God's plan one more time. And uh, I-, I love this passage too. Or, well, you know, the passage got to me. It's, I'm thinking of those other alcoholics uh, and, you know, how would, you know, they would never know how to get well. And, you know, that's that's what I have been blessed with. You know, I'm a compulsive overeater, you know, and I have been blessed with the way out. And that's what I get to do is share it. And, you know, and it is, and I've been in program for, you know, 25 years. And blessed in program with, you know, lots of abstinence and relief from the obsession and, and the weight and to a to lot. But nothing like I have since uh, uh, being in vision for the last uh, couple of years because I'm more in tune to, well, I'm doing the steps the way they're laid out in the book. You know, that's, it just amazes me to no end. How simple it is! You know, I don't need all this other stuff. You know, it's just right there in one simple book, and and that's what I tell my sponsees. You know, you don't have to believe anything I say. You just we just read it out of the book, and you know, and you're welcome to you know challenge me on anything. I might have made a mistake,
3: and let's go look in the book and see what it says on how to do how to do something, because I have found that it works. It is so very simple.
0: And, you know, just the answer is there. And, you know, and all my life, you know, I have learned, you know, I've been, you know, deeply involved in, in religion, which, you know, which I thoroughly enjoyed. But, you know, that didn't save me from compulsive overeating because what I needed was the spiritual connection with God, which I didn't know how to do. And that is what I got to learn in program is how to be connected. I wanted to, to be connected. I tried to be connected, but I didn't know how and, and It's just so simple and you know, and I just have to keep coming back to the to the book and the passages and that's why i I love that we do one simple passage and I get to hear all these you know comments and different. You know, views on you know, a, a simple passage, and I learn
3: so much. And then my disease does what it always does to me, which, you know, helps me forget everything that I learned. And it's okay
0: because, you know, I can go back and listen to it again. And uh, thank you so much for letting me share. And it's one more time. It's nice to know that God's in charge. Thank you. And have a great day. Bye, Pastor. Thank you, Teresa
14: P. Liz G. Hi, I'm Liz G. from Simsbury, Connecticut. Thank you for having the meeting, and thank you, Rebecca, for chairing. Um, I could relate to several single words in this um, paragraph. One was responsibilities. As soon as we read that word, I got kind of scared. I never liked responsibilities. I always thought it as something negative. And now I can see it as something po- very positive. Um, and responsibility to family and others. When I was in the food, um, it was all about me. I just remember one day being in the grocery store with my younger daughter, my middle daughter. And she knew that I was trying to give up certain foods. And I was insisting that I was going to buy them anyway. And she goes, no, mom, don't, don't. And I did it anyway. I didn't take my responsibility of teaching her self-discipline. Um, so anyway, um, I'm grateful I don't have to do that today. The other word was phone. Um, how awesome we have a phone. We all get to be connected today. And a lot of people referred to how, what great work Bill did to help all of us. But I have a dear friend who's 96 and he says, but we are all part of that changing the world as well. Each of us picked up the phone this morning and each of us uh, lifted that receiver and uh, got online so we can help the rest of the world feel hopeful or help each other feel hopeful. And um, the word church as soon as it mentioned church, I got cringed feelings. Um, I used to go to church, and I don't any longer, but when I sit in church by myself sometimes, I feel peace and uh, goodness. So um, I'm grateful that Bill was sober six months because I don't think he would have picked up that phone and he wouldn't have gone called the church. And um, so I have to put the food down in order to be of help to other people. And um, he stepped into the booth and lifted the receiver. So in my thoughts was he moved the muscle and he changed the thought. Um, He moved the muscle in the right direction. That was awesome. And he took action. I I need to take action. I need to put the food down. I need to call other people. I need to get on this phone and uh, write out my step work and do what a sponsor suggests and the rewards come so thanks very much for listening and um, i hope you have a wonderful day and i just want to say it's fantastic to hear people from ireland i was conceived there that's the best i could do (laughs) and i've been there a couple times it's lovely to know it's a worldwide fellowship thanks for listening
0: thank you liz g So we have time for two more people to share. Who else would like to
15: take those two slots? Sue M. Someone M. Yeah, this is
0: Nancy. Okay, I think I'm hearing a Sue M and a Nancy. Is that, do I have Sue M on the line? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, and do I have a Nancy on the line? Yes. Okay, I'll get your, what's your initial Nancy? I'll
8: get you after.
16: Sue M., go right ahead. Hi, I love the name Sue, but I'm Phil, <laughs> um, short for Philomena, and I'm a recovering compulsive Phil. operator in I Northern Ireland. You. <laughs> you're fine. Thank you for your service um yeah about sanity returning every time i find i have a food thought there's something behind it now i did my step 10 train early in the day yesterday but after that something happened and i made the mistake of holding on to it and i was going out for my walk and i saw this really crummy And I I thought oh I could do with that and uh, I'd had my I'd had my meals for the day so I knew there was something wrong and it dawned on me I needed to get rid of this resentment and it was a big deal it was about something my daughter's partner had done and it um, it was very very difficult so I phoned an OA member thank God she was there she answered and listened to my uh, step ten. And it's lifted. I I can't say it's gone completely. I still want to kill him, but I'm taking it till I make it and uh, wishing him all the things I wish for myself, uh, happiness and freedom from suffering too. So uh, this is an amazing program. Um, My sanity returned and I can rely on this program and I can rely on my HP and I can rely on um, my HP with skin on, which is all you folks. Thank you so much. for that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Phil. Um,
8: Nancy S., I believe, as in Frank.
2: Nancy S., star one to unmute. Can you hear me? Yes, Can you I hear, hear me?
0: you now, Nancy. I do, Nancy. Do you hear me? Yes, I sure do. I just
4: wanted right, to thank. Right you. ahead. I just wanted to thank you for leading the meetings. I look forward to them. Um, I had a little struggle yesterday, and it was on. Um, I can't afford to get angry, and I got very upset. And when I do that, my program seems to really I just shut it off and I prayed about it and I even called my sponsor about it and normally I would not have done that normally I would have just said the heck with it and go to the store and get some binge foods but actually when I told her what was going on I feel a lot better and then as the day went by um, the compulsion went, went away so I'm very grateful for this program. And with that, Rebecca, I pass. Thank you.
0: Well, thank you, Nancy F. Phil and Nancy left some time on
2: the clock. Is there anyone who wants a couple of minutes to share? This is Rachel. From hey, Rachel.
15: You've got Hi. it. Go for it. Hi. Ah, what what now, a minute, two
0: minutes? Two minutes, one, oh, one and a half.
15: Thank you so much. I just want to thank you all, claim my seat, and thank you all, if not for vision, and not for you, my family there. Whoa, I'm in this new situation, and when these crop up, like somebody just now spoke about anger... I don't want anything special. Just everything should go here the way I want it because that's the best way. No. Anybody doesn't agree with that, raise your hand. No, put it down. Okay. (laughs) So, wow. It's so hard to look after myself and don't mind anything that's going around me because there are a lot of wonderful people and opportunities to help people. But... um, I was told in, like, uh, no uh, very gentle words yesterday to mind my own business. Although what I was doing was good. So I just have to sit and study deeper what, what the administration wants and what the people want and so on. But what helped me in the middle of the night is turning on Sunday's special again. And boy, was it good. You know, I think I would have been lost now without you guys. With this whole disease going on, there's nobody here. We were all tested and we're all fine. We were tested the second time, we're all fine. And people come to visit their elders. And unfortunately, the family that I have are in the States and the few that I have here, for their reasons, don't come. And guess what happened today? A volunteer came who called me on the, the Holocaust Memorial Day and she wants to do service. I don't even know her. And she just appeared now just while after after we began the talking this today, I was called by the by the desk that somebody is here to see me. And she bought me things that I so need. She came with two sweet children and I took away from being with us together to meet her that's and loud. so, that's, uh, Thank you so much. God is there, and I thank you all for putting my hand in his hand and one hand in your hand, and then you don't have what to pick up with. Thank you so much. I love you all, and uh, God bless. Thanks,
0: Raquel. Thank you, everyone, for your participation in this meeting and for the opportunity to be of service. The share ID number for this meeting, Monday, May 4th, 2020, 7 a.m. Eastern Time, is 14,553. That's 14553. 5, Please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following closing. We will now close with the reading from the Big Book on page 164, followed by the Serenity Prayer. Will Craig F. Please read A Vision for You, our book is meant to be suggestive only, to the end of the page. Craig F., we don't hear you, but there is noise on the line. So if you're not, Craig F., check your...
10: Yeah, this is Craig. I was having a little trouble getting unmuted. Okay. Okay. Um Hi, Craig
2: until then.